I'm Terry Moore, your host, and welcome to the season finale of season two of the Travel Tube Podcast, where travel is all about the anticipation, the preparation, and the satisfaction of it all. And two is all about the vibe. Welcome to the Travel Tube Podcast. It is hard to believe that I am doing my final episode of season two of the Travel Tube Podcast. It has been such an amazing ride. I mean, um, just from the onset, the guests, you know, the, the topics and all the things that I've had the opportunity to share so far have just really, really um, enriched travel and travel as I have come to know it and sharing travel to, um, with everyone. It's just, um, it's just really been amazing. And so as my final episode of season two, I am going to talk to Alex and Lisa Green, and they are the owners of a tour company called Harriet Tubman Tours. So in the age of COVID, um, you know, travel was halted for a bit. Um, But this past summer, travel really took an uptick, especially, you know, with the the, um, vaccine and everything coming out. Um, But in all the travel that did take place, a lot of people still opted for that road trip. They still wanted to exercise, you know, caution and keep their travel contained. So, you know, people were getting in their cars and they were taking road trips as opposed to hopping on planes. And so Harriet Tubman Tours um, is located on the Eastern Shore of Maryland, um, actually Dorchester County, um, where is a location that I have deep ties to. Um, I have family, my grandparents, so many, my parents, um, brothers, sisters, I'm sorry, sisters and friends and extended family are from that region. And so a road trip to the Eastern Shore is something very common for me. Um, but, I, you know, a lot of people in the DMV area can easily jump jump into their cars, you know, take a road trip, and they may find themselves going through Dorchester County, maybe on their way to Ocean City or, you know, other places. And so um, with that in mind, I thought about how easily a road trip to um, Dorchester County, Cambridge, Maryland um, is for me and for others who, you know, maybe looking for destinations Um, especially as they were thinking about their summer travels. And even now, as you start to wrap up your summer travels, um, and Harriet Tubman Tours offers a great opportunity to follow the footsteps of a great American legend 
that we know of as Harriet Tubman. So I am super excited to, um, in my, my season two, by having the owners of Harriet Tubman Tours on the show today. Hi, Alex and Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Derek. Well, you know what? I'm so happy to have you here with me today to talk about Harriet Tubman Tours. Um, this is my um, season finale of season two. And I think I'm super excited about this uh, episode for a couple reasons. We're going to talk about a region that I have very deep ties to, um, family, friends, and everything. And that's on the Eastern Shore. And that's where, you know, Harriet Tubman Tours actually takes place. So how about this? Just um, tell us a little more about yourselves and then introduce us all to Harriet Tubman Tours. Good morning. My name is Lisa Green. Um, I've been married to my husband, Alex Green, for about 21 years. Um, we have uh, three children and we have 10 grandchildren um, in which, um, you know, we love very much. And we um, also have been sharing the history of Harriet Tubman um, with our um, children and our grandchildren. All right. So my name is Alex Green and I'm part owner with uh, my wife, Lisa Green and Harriet Tubman Tours. We have uh, multiple businesses. We actually own a shuttle business and a catering business as well. Uh, but the Harriet Tubman Tours business, which we um, founded in 2017, and it's been a very exciting journey for us sharing the life and legacy of Harriet Tubman. Now, um, my background is that I'm a mechanic of, of, for some 20 years, 25 years, but I was actually um, raised in a historical black family over on the Eastern Shore in a little town called Bellevue. And my grandfather was this great um, historian, storyteller. So he was born in 1906 and he, was one of the first black captains on the Chesapeake Bay. And um, me and him was um, buddies. So they set a knee for him most of the time. So history has been a part of my life. And um, we just find out that uh, we're, you know, part of a legacy called African Storytellers Griots. And so I just found that out maybe about a year or so ago. But anyway, it's been an exciting journey for us as we share about this incredible woman, Harriet Tubman, which I didn't know anything about um, until my wife and I bought a house on the byway about 20 years ago. So and it kind of like fell on our lap. So that's pretty much what uh, we, you know, about me and my wife, which uh, we are a team. Okay, so pivoting uh, the business in uh, the COVID season was very pivotal for us because we people were in the house for a long period of time. So about midway through the pandemic, um, we came up with the vision of the riding along program. So this gives you the opportunity to still tour these wonderful places in the comforts of your vehicle, meaning that we ride in our company vehicle, you ride in yours. And we communicate through the audio system in the car, which works very well. Uh, everybody's distance from each other, and um, we get 
a chance to be right on site where before we were doing large bus groups and, you know, everybody was all together, which um, is not v readily possible like it was. But um, this ride along program has been wonderful. So a lot of people have came and enjoyed this um this product that we have. So we also do a lot of different other things with hometown dining experience, barbecue crab fees. We do, um, we, we rolled into another project with a business partners of ours through the history and nature um, called birding the Harriet Tubman byway. So this is where history and nature comes together as it would in her times. And we do bird watching we eagles, osprey, and we travel through the historical landscape of Harriet Tubman. It's an incredible um, adventure when you get a chance to see these nature items and then connect it to history. It's, it's an awesome experience. So we do that and we also do kayaking on, on some rivers and different things. So it's a all-around product that you can enjoy with all ages from I would say five years on up until um you know the 60s 70s whatever it is if you're adventurous and you would want to get out and want to try to do something we 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 would love to uh share with you the information I am totally loving everything you just said um there's like so many things in there. It's like, I almost wanted to like jump in. It's like, oh yeah, let me say this, let me say it. But you know, I had to let you finish, you know, your introduction as I asked you to do. So one of the things I want to say is I did um, have the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of recently taking the tour. I, I love the format. So, you know, people are very familiar with walking tours you know, how they book their tours and they walk with their guide through, you know, through the, the different um, areas that the tour covers. But the riding tour, it, it was, and I'm going to be honest, I had not read the tour description to that degree to even know it was a riding tour. I didn't know until I actually got there, but it was, it was very pleasant. And I really liked the setup with that. For one thing, the ground you cover, um, you know, a walking tour wouldn't even have been an option. But to be able to ride and, you know, in the comforts of your vehicle and, and go the route and hear the narration, I really did like that concept. So I think you're really onto something there. And look at that. That's something that came out of, you know, the pandemic. I mean, I don't know of any other tours that are operated that way. It probably is, but I personally don't know of any. So, you know, that was spectacular. And of course, um, you know, in the, on the biz business side of things, I absolutely love the the multiple um, things that you offer. And please don't talk about crabs when I'm on a show trying to talk about Harriet Tubman and history. That, I was like, he's going to get me off topic with these crabs, but I'm not going to let it happen. So <laughs> let's, let's kind of get back, get back, you know, onto what our topic of the show is. And so without giving away too many details, um, you told us, you know, some, but without giving away too many details, tell us what one can expect um, when they actually take the tour, the riding tour, as they follow the footsteps of an American legend called Harriet Tubman. So um, you can expect basically in this system that we 
have been blessed to share with people is how Araminta Ross became Harriet Tubman. Because it's so important that we recognize her when she was young. Because all we do, it is, it is very, it is, it is very, it's okay. She's emancipated, the Moses of the people, um, all those things. But before that, she was a young little girl. She was a, a teenager. She was a young woman, all these things. And in Dorchester County, um, you're going to find about slavery um, was different. It just was. And and the things that played a part in life, like water played a part in her life, like uh, timber played a part in her life, trapping played a part in her life. And the, the thing I love so much that just gave me so much joy when I started reading about this and researching and asking people was her father which we hear a, a little about. We hear a little about her father, Ben Ross. Um, you hear his name every now and then, but Ben Ross was a very important gentleman. He very was. He really was. Not only was he a, a skilled Black man, um, but um, he taught his daughter all of these traits that she needed. So it speaks uh, value even now to men. Um, with their daughters and how it started back then. So a lot of the jewels that I found in this um, in this history dealing with Harriet Tubman, it, it covers a lot of different things like that. And then it would cover the unity of the Black family um, in those days, the prosperity of the the black family in those days. Um, history allows us to know that then um, things were put together, not only because of the necessity of slavery and coming out of slavery, but it was a family community love. All these things were in the beginning. So those are some of the things you're going to find out about Harriet. That's why her story is still being shared. Um, that's why you feel a big powerful because it, it goes past all of the things that we think that are are necessary today, and, and it just resonates and it's, it's still here, it's, it's present. So basically, you're going to find out history about this incredible woman and the history around her that shaped her to become Harriet Tubman, basically. Awesome. The beginnings, you know, can't get to the end without having a beginning. So um, that that's pretty exciting. Uh, so Harriet Tubman and Underground Railroad, you know, as we know, she's always been a very prominent, had a very prominent place in the African-American um, history, um, you know, but for Marylanders, you know, me, yourselves, um, there has been a rise in the interest surrounding the very things you just talked about, her early um, years of her life. Um, I think some of that has to do with um, maybe putting her on our very own U.S. currency. And um, there's probably some other things that have attributed to this rise in interest about her as it relates to Maryland. So tell us, um, what do you attribute some of this interest 
this greater interest um, in her earlier life too. So um, I think the interests will always be there. Um, but her being put on the 20 is remarkable. It's just, it's just hard to conceptualize this. But she is a a figure in history that would always be talked about so it it kind of it kind of it kind of makes you think okay so some of the things that actually happened during slavery in her life she broke through those barriers she 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 moved through those and she learned and i share this with people she learned inside of the institution of slavery how to beat the odds and be successful on the other side. Then she turns around and comes back in again and uh, repeatedly does it over and over again. Now, when we sit down and we look at stuff and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to involve myself in that. I really don't think it's really worth it. But she, she did just the opposite for a race of people, for the African-American people. She did it. Whether she knew you or not, whether you were family or not, it didn't make any difference. So um, I think it's just due myself that she be put on a, uh, on a piece of currency. I, I think it's really just due um, all of the things because being an African-American woman speaks strength. It speaks strength. It speaks to all of the African-American women, all of the little girls. All of the ladies, all of because even before, even in that time, it's always been strong, you know, presence of the African-American woman, even through this. So she's a connection that little girls and all can see. And, and a lot more for, on the back of the vice first black vice president, Kamala Harris. So it, it, it beats, it just really just, really just goes past a lot of things that we even can comprehend. So I, I I agree um, wholeheartedly, and I know you know there was just some a sense of pride and you know chest thumping when things like the um, that mural, which we're going to talk a little bit about that later, you know, kind of went viral, you know, on the internet, and it was like, yeah, that that's my hometown, you know, that's. Yeah, that's where she's from, y'all. You know, y'all ain't know about it, but we're here to tell you. So, um, you know, that mural kind of, you know, just sparked, in my opinion, um, a whole new conversation um, on a very broad level. Because, you know, in the age of the Internet, things go far and wide in a, and they can do it in a very short period of time. And mm -hmm. that mural really went viral. And so, um, so yeah, so Lisa, let me hear from you if you would like to speak to um, the actual Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center and maybe a little bit on that mural, mural and you and um, Alice can talk about that. Yes, so the Harriet Tubman mural, um, it's just so captivating. Um, whenever you go there, you know, you just get this feeling of with her um, outstretched hand. It's just, you know, we as women are always helping and always reaching out, you know, to help somebody else. 
And then what I like the most about the mural is her eyes. And her, her eyes, I don't know if anybody ever paid it any attention, but they're always following. And so with the hand and the eyes, it's like, you know, um, come. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you. I'm always watching. Wow. You know, and what amazed me the most about Harry Tubman's mm-hmm. entire story is that she knew that she couldn't do the journey herself alone. And how she, um, you know, after she had um, uh, was injured at the Bucktown store and how she would have these envisions and how God would speak to her. She knew that she couldn't do it by herself. And so as God is speaking and helping, so the gift that she had, she didn't just keep it to herself. She was able to help somebody else. So that hand and those eyes, you know, that all kind of, you know, goes together for me. Yeah. You know? What about um, that foot? Oh, yes. I think, yes. Tell us. Yes. Well, so the foot is kind of like uh, stepping up on the brick as she's coming out of the brick wall. And it's like, um, okay, hey, listen, I have gotten in the boat that she's in. I brought this boat this far and my foot is here. And hey, I am here. Mm-hmm. And my hand is outstretched. And so I'm coming for you. I'm going to take you out of, you know, captivity. Yeah. And it just yeah. come and just go with me. I mean, it's just the the mural itself is just, it's just mind blowing. It is. It is. It is amazing. And, you know, for my listeners, if you've never had the opportunity to see the mural, I will have it, you know, posted. Um, actually, it's, it's a part of the podcast cover. So you'll, you'll see that um, with our guests um, in front of the mural. And um, you should also just, you know, take a look at it. It's rather amazing. And um, and like Lisa said, it speaks so much um, mm-hmm. to it. And read up on it. So we're not going to use this show to go into, you know, who actually designed and painted the mural. But it's definitely something that you want to, you know, take notice to. And um, how about the, because one of the stops on the tour is the visitor center. Um, and that's newly erected as part of the um, the Federal Park Service, I believe. Can you tell us a little bit about that that stop on the tour? Yes. So the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center, which is um, located out in Golden Hill, um, you know, thank God for Barack Obama, who is a state and federal park. Uh, it is just it's so beautiful. Uh, we were, I remember when we when they first was doing the groundbreaking, we were there as well. Never would have thought that, you know, once you go out in the country, it would be something like that so beautiful. Um, so when you go inside, I mean, it starts like the it starts like when she was in slavery. And then as you go around, it goes into freedom. And uh, um, I mean, it's just amazing that the job that they did on it is just so beautiful. And some of the. Um, the the items that they have on the inside, especially the one where she's um, uh, kind of reaching down and picking up the muskrat. Of course, you know you can't pick, you can't uh, grab muskrats like that when you're in the marshes. <laughs> right. so you have to put them in a trap. But it's just amazing just to see, you know, some of the items that they have in there, just to kind of give you an idea of what her life was like. Um, you know, and I and it's so beautiful because I mean it just it just shows you that all the um 
the work and how she was able to go back and forth and the mindset that she had of just helping somebody else out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of us, you know, I mean, I don't know if we would have gone back and forth into slavery to go help somebody else unto freedom. Well, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> such a such an awesome job and just the information that's even there. Once you come to Cambridge, Maryland, um, that is definitely a spot at the Harry Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center on Golden Hill. You definitely want to go there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you think about the location of, of this you know, this um, museum, it is, it does seem rather odd because it seems like it's in a very obscure place, but if you're going to erect the museum about um, where she spent her early years, then that's where you find yourself. So of course, you know, came, like I said, this is the, my hometown we're talking about. My parents or both my paternal and maternal um, grandparents um, owned property and lived in Taylor's Island, Maryland, which is about 16 miles outside of Cambridge. So when we were taking that road on the tour down to where the visitor center, you know, is located, that's a road that I've traveled so, so many times. And so, you know, and then you, so usually when you get to Church Creek, I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, we keep straight. But, you yes. know, and we don't take a left too often. So we took that left and then, you know, started going back into some of that water um, the, with Blackwater Refuge and things are. Yes. And that alone just like stirred up so many memories for me personally. And then to get to this um, edifice that they, you know, have erected in the museum, it is it is quite, quite nice. And so um, when I went inside, and like you said, it, they did a beautiful job of depicting, you know, her life in, in so many different ways. But I was actually looking at a place on the wall where they list the names, the year and the names of people that she led out of slavery, you know, through the Underground Railroad. And so I'm looking at this wall and I was like, oh my goodness. And I took a picture. Because one of the names um, listed, last name was Cornish. That mm -hmm. is my family. My mother is a Cornish. My grandfather and my grandmother were Cornishes. And I sent the picture to my mom. I was like, look at this. I was like, I am so sure, even though there's, you know, other Cornishes on the right. Eastern Shore. I said, I'm feeling that... Um, you know, perhaps our ancestry was a part of being led to freedom, you know, by Harriet Tubman. And so, you know, what that must have done to me, it just kind of sparked up. So I want, I'm not much of a historian per se, but I, I have a curiosity now to kind of maybe, you know, look and see if I can find anything um, mm -hmm. to that. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So, yeah, everybody is realizing now that this this episode is is really kind of personal and has some deep meaning for me. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is true. Um, so Alex, I want to ask you this: Is there a perception or maybe some facts about Harriet Tubman's formative years on the Eastern Shore of Maryland that you feel the history books either got wrong or may have misrepresented? Uh, yes, I think um, that the perception 
And it's more so now so that you hear people saying that she was a myth. Um, um, and they use uh, this um, the information of her not being able to read very broadly. Um, she was illiterate, wasn't Harry illiterate, or she didn't have any children, or even though she had a child. But see, the thing I think about this, and and very, very rarely do you find anything about Harriet Tubman besides her, basically that she helped free the uh, the enslaved. And excuse me, but all of those things doesn't really doesn't matter when you when you're talking about um, Harriet Tubman because widely across the board, people didn't really need to read, or most of the people in that time could not read themselves. So. But her intelligence was vast, and she learned from an intelligent father. So what we think about and, and cross in history, we're looked at um, as African-American people. We're looked at as the lower class of people. Not so. We were not. We, we were very intelligent. Uh, we, 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 we were builders. We, we, we was, uh, the women were uh, nurses and um, all of these skill sets were so incredible that I get, did not get recognized inside of this institution. Why? Because of the shame of it. Because they did not want to give the recognition that was due. And you see that even today. Why is it got to be a race of a people that has to take the lower grade just before because of the color of their skin? That's not, that's not no way to judge a person. You should judge a person by the content. So back to the history books with Harriet, all of these things would still be prevalent and even today with her because they look, oh, she was a thief because she stole and slave. No, it's wrong for slavery, period. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be owning nobody. Yeah, if you want to talk about that. She could not read. No, half of the people couldn't read, including white people as well. They had a writing called script and nobody could really read. It's really hard to read even now right, unless right. you know how to read it. And um, so... Those things that they kind of modernize, <clears throat> this incredible woman not only frees her family in 1859. Let me jump to this. I'm sorry, but I'll jump to this because it just came to me. She frees her family in 1859, so she doesn't come back to Maryland anymore purposely to help along in the Underground Railroad because basically she has pretty much uh, satisfied what was her, her destiny at the time. She goes all the way to Canada, comes all the way back down to South Carolina. Now she goes further into this deal. So it, it speaks, her life should be, and it is shared by the right people in a, in a way of who she was. She was a great African woman. She was very, very uh, sincere. Uh, she was no nonsense. And if you really think about it, the African-American woman is that in whole. They're just, they are just that. And I can, I can say that uh, about my mother and my grandmothers, who were a major part of my life growing up, along with my grandfather. Um, you know, so, but I can say that because I've seen the strength. I've seen them broken i've seen them build i've seen them do all of these things underneath of this and then um 
I see my wife, Lisa, being in business with me, being an African-American woman, and handling things um, per se like it needs to be handled. Strength, endurance, all of these things that you see now because um, that's just the culture of our people. And, and you know, that's... So the history books uh, do not give justice to this incredible woman and many more, many more, because so many things that the African-American people sell for the color of their skin don't realize the prominence of where their backbone comes from. They don't, they don't know where the strength really began where it really where 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 it was rooted from and and the shoulders you stand on you can hold your head high and cut and put your shoulders back and know that you're walking you're walking in promise and beauty intelligence and the men as well you're working in skill uh all these things that 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 you see and nobody nobody can take that from you yeah. nobody well said well said i think um, part of the problem in terms of historical you know, perspective is we didn't have the opportunity to tell our own stories or to, to write them for publication. So, you know, the story has always been told by someone who wasn't us. And so that perspective is going to be skewed. And so that's unfortunately what we have. So really the onus is on us to tell the story um, first amongst our own, mm -hmm. but also in, in today's world, there's absolutely nothing I would say that can stop us from telling our stories and correcting history on a very broad scale. We have um, some affluent people, you know, who are in places that can make sure history is recorded correctly. Mm. So that, you know, that's, that's our challenge. We have to, you know, no longer put, or we didn't really put the responsibility on anyone else. We just didn't have the responsibility. You know, we didn't have, you know, the ability to do it before, but, um, but as things have, you know, grown and developed, um, we do have a greater voice. And so we have to use that voice. And Alex, I want to thank you for um, just recognizing the strength of the African-American woman as it relates to Harriet Tubman, of course, but even those, you know, um, who we see on a daily basis, those who raise us. Like you said, your very own wife. Um, so that means a lot. So thank you for that. Lisa, uh, he gets some big points for that one. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> okay, so we're going to kind of start to wrap this up. And I just want to, you know, I want you to kind of give our listeners um, just one thing that when they take this tour, and I'm saying when they take this tour, because I'm going to encourage people to, you know, um, go ahead and take the road trip, especially if you're in a DMV. Um, or if you're visiting the, um, the Washington, D.C. area from other states, um, you know, put this on your list of places to visit and, and plan to take the tour. In the, in the age of COVID, um, road trips are very popular 
That's what people have been doing this summer. Yes, you know, other types of travel have been, you know, taking place and travel in itself was had an uptick, but people are opting for that road trip because they want to, you know, maintain um, some safety, you know, because COVID is still very real in our society. And um, so I, I would recommend, I know we're coming at, we're, well, we're past um, Labor Day, so we're coming, you know, to the close of the summer season, but, you know, even into the fall, you know, take take the tour, you guys, get on the road, go across, you know, on the Bay Bridge, Route 50, you know, some of my listeners, you're always going down to Ocean City anyway, so you're riding right through, you know, just take a Take some time and and take a riding tour. It can be part of your your driving miles. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I want to encourage people to do. And so tell us one thing a person who takes the tour um, might learn that may not be easily found in our historical accounts or our history books. Okay. Um, So, of course, we know we're ever going to learn about about Harriet Tubman herself, but um, I believe that you will learn something, one, about yourself. And what I mean by that is that as you're learning about Harriet Tubman, then you're going to learn that some of the battles that you may have even within yourself of thinking that you cannot do something by taking the tour, you're going to learn with her so many obstacles that she came up against. But it did, she didn't allow that to stop her. So you're going to learn that even in your own life, that, hey, these obstacles that I'm facing, if she faced them back then and they were a whole lot more worse than what I'm facing now, that I can do it also. Awesome. I love that. And I'm going to be honest with you. That wasn't the type of answer I was expecting. I was expecting a pretty, you know, I don't know, Tory, tourist type answer. (laughs) But when I tell you, I absolutely love that answer. And I'm going to tell you also that it is 100% true because on a personal level, when I took the tour, I was like, you know, this is motivating. Mm-hmm. You know, this right here is just, you look at all this, you know, history and as you're following the, the trails and the footsteps and knowing um, how very young she was at the time and the things that, you know, she was able to do, that's a motivating factor. So, mm-hmm. yes, what you, what you said um, rings very true. Uh, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. So, okay, guys, tell us how, one, we can socially connect with Harriet Tubman Tours, you know, through your website, Instagram, or whatever you might have. And then also, and most important, how to book the tour. So you can reach us by um, our website, which is Harriet, of course, www. Harriet Tubman Tours.com. That is our, our website. Um, 
on Facebook, we're every it's Harriet Tubman Tours. So if you look up Harriet Tubman Tours, you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, we're found easily on the um, actual um, on the uh, social media channels. So um, it's not hard. So once you um, get on our website, you just go to book book us. Um, we do have some memorabilia with our logo and different things on there that we're going to be ramping up some other stuff. It was laid upon me when we started this tour that um, with Harry, when you wanted your freedom uh, and, and you sought out your freedom, you had to really seek it out. So it's really not hard to do, but if you just mention her name, it's not about us. Remember, this is not about Alex and Lisa. It's about Harriet Tubman. It's about her um, and the great things she did. We just have been blessed enough to share this information because um, there's no way in the world we could even match up to anything that she would do. But we 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 thank God for being able to share it. So that's that's how we can be found on on the web. And if you go to Ocean City, you ride right through Dorchester County, and unless you go all the way around, it's kind of hard not to go through Dorchester County. You come in on on the bridge and you're right there. Give us a call eight six 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 four two. Seven seven four three, and that's that's a phone number. Um, you either talk to me or you talk to Lisa, and uh, we'll do the best we can to get you on a tour. So um, we look forward to having 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 you come down, sharing this information, and um, we're very passionate about what we do. We've we um, um, we we want to represent um, the life and legacy of Harriet Tubman. Correct. So um, that's how we can get, um, that's how you can get in touch with us. Outstanding, outstanding. Thank you so much, mm -hmm. um, Alex and Lisa. Um, thank you for joining me. And I have no doubt that my listeners um, will thoroughly enjoy my season two finale. I couldn't think of a better way that I would like to have wrapped up season two. So thank you so much for joining me and for educating you. us and exposing us and telling us about Harriet Tubman tours. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for tuning in to the Travel Tube Podcast. Again, it's so hard to believe that I have reached the final episode of season two. And although I'm sad that the season has ended, I'm so very looking forward to season three with all new episodes that will capture the spirit of travel and travel too. So look forward to joining me for our first episode of season three, which starts on Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. I and planning a whole third season with so much travel to you. And I look forward to sharing it with you. Just in case you missed it, you can listen to any of the episodes from season two podcast on my website, www.farmoretravels.com. That's F-A-R-M-O-O-R-E, travels with an S.com or anywhere you get your podcast. The Travel Tube Facebook uh, group is always buzzing. 
And it's always an opportunity to share your travel experience, pictures, and travel tips with others who are in the private group. So anytime you like, just hop on over to Facebook. Find us under the Travel Tude Facebook group and share your travel tube. Until next season, enjoy your travels and make sure you carry plenty of travel tube.